Blackstar Radio and one of the concerns, especially when we were in the shutdown with COVID-19, it does mean a lot of people did not go to see the doctors for their required medications or their required checkup, whether that's for chronic health or not. To talk about it more, I've got Dr. Andrew Roachford now. Dr. Roachford is a member of the Australian Digital Health Agency. He's on the phone right now. Dr. Roachford, thanks very, very much for your time. My pleasure. Now, I just want to check the Australian Digital Health Agency. Now, has this been a long-running agency or is this something that's occurred since COVID-19? No, the agency has been around with the federal government for some time. It's been involved in a lot of the different projects to try and take the Australian healthcare system from one that is more traditional, paper-based, face-to-face healthcare, to start implementing the innovation that's required to make improvements, things like the My Health record, your, your online medical record, right the way through to how we can be accessing telehealth safely, electronic prescriptions, digital mental health. I guess now, given the COVID-19 pandemic, we've just found that it's more relevant and then we're seeing more of it and it's become very busy. When the My Health was being rolled out, there was some discussion and there's some worries about privacy and everything else. But in the main, it has turned out to be very, very quick to be able to give that prescription or that medication. Yeah, the My Health record did go through a bit of a, a, a rocky start originally. I think the media didn't help very much jumping on and trying to do a pretty good job of scaring us all into being concerned about where our information was going to be used. But I guess the best way to look at it is we've just evolved to a point now where we're all very comfortable to do our banking online. I can't remember the last time I walked into a bank and having your medical information online in a secure, uh, highly managed digital space is one that, that, that is looked after from a privacy point of view. And as a practising doctor in emergency, I can tell you right now, uh, there's been numerous times where a patient has showed up, they might have been significantly injured, unable to tell me what they're allergic to, what their medications are, what their past medical history is. And me being able to access their digital record online very quickly, right at the bedside, uh, has changed how I've managed their health and invariably meant that reduces mistakes and, and improves their outcomes. So from the My Health, let's go to the digital health because during this pandemic, there has been a lot of people who, because of the need to isolate or whatever, really haven't gone to see their doctors to do follow-ups, prescriptions or anything else. I take it a fairly big concern with the health professionals. Yeah, it is. And it's understandable. I think that this is a circumstance we never thought we'd find ourselves in. It's very important, especially for those vulnerable members of our community to do what they can to isolate themselves and reduce their risk of catching COVID-19. The flip side to that is we saw a slight swing away from people visiting their doctor just for their regular checkups. And whether that's to manage their chronic conditions, their high blood pressure, diabetes, cholesterol, get their repeat prescriptions, have their repeat or regular blood tests. We did see that there was just a reduction and there has been a reduction in those presentations. And I think the message is that we need to make sure that we're not putting our health on hold, that we are continuing to look after ourselves and our chronic conditions and just our general health at the same time as trying to find ways to reduce our risk of catching COVID-19. And that's where digital innovation like telehealth, connecting with your local doctor via either the phone and a teleconsultation or via a video conferencing platform is one way to make sure that you continue to stay on top of your health but reduce the chances of you finding yourself in a waiting room or in the community uh, and increasing your risk of catching COVID-19. I'm finding also that the uh, telehealth conference is one that's being 
welcomed by many medical professionals, but also it is one that when the patients get used to it, they find it to be very, very convenient. Instead of having to get into a car, travel all that way to see the doctor, they're there face-to-face but on a computer screen. Yeah, absolutely. Telehealth and digital health care is one of those things when you hear about it for the first time and you don't fully understand it, it can seem a lot more daunting than it actually is. I think like a lot of things in life, especially when it comes to technology, once you've done it once, once you understand it is just as simple as really setting up a face-to-face appointment. The difference is you're at home, your doctor will contact you via via something like a FaceTime or a Zoom or a video conferencing platform that you may be more used to now that's been using it to talk to family and friends. I think once you've reached the point where you've done it once, you will start to recognise that there are specific circumstances when it comes to looking after your health where it makes complete sense to do a telehealth consultation rather than getting in the car, getting out to the community, sitting in a waiting room for a long time. When you can do it from the comfort of your home, I think people will see this as becoming more and more of a part of how they manage their health. There's obviously circumstances where you do need to see your doctor face-to-face, but sometimes the best place to start is with telehealth and then let them decide whether they need to set up an appointment to see you face-to-face. Now, one of the advantages, and this is one that I hadn't even considered myself, is through that electronic prescription. So the doctor can issue a prescription and, what, send it directly to your preferred chemist outlet? How does that work? Yeah, so this is a really wonderful advance that's been in the works for a long time now. And What's happening is it's starting to be rolled out. We're seeing it in very specific pilot locations around the country right now. Just recently, the the College of General Practitioners and the Pharmacy Guild, as well as the Australian Digital Health Agency, came together to accelerate the rollout into Greater Melbourne, obviously because they are going through uh, such significant lockdowns at the moment to do with COVID-19. But in practice, the electronic prescription will be the ability for your GP to create a a prescription that gets sent to either your mobile phone or your email. It will be in the form of a QR code, so a token, and the prescription just remains in a digital space so that when you either then send that onto your pharmacist or you go into your pharmacy, they can then pull that digital prescription down from the cloud, from the secure space where it exists, and dispense your medication. And what it does is it moves us away from paper prescriptions, reduce prescribing errors, you no longer the difficulty of losing your script or not being able to find it will be a thing of the past. So electronic prescriptions is again one of those great advances that will be rolled out, you know, over the next coming months into next year into all parts of Australia. And I think when people start to come online, general practitioners, the pharmacists, uh, and then patients start to embrace it, it will become just the common way for us to get our medications dispensed. And one of the other aspects of this digital health is also one that I don't think a lot of people have grasped yet. That is mental health because the depressions that I think people are feeling at the moment, even for those that have been diagnosed with depression before, very, very hard to try sometimes to talk to somebody. You need to talk to somebody face to face. Sometimes it's so remote talking over the phone. This gives those professionals and also those people who need it a bit more, I suppose, face time. Yeah, mental health is is a huge challenge. Uh, It's becoming even more of a challenge given the current climate and many people are predicting it will be the long tail of this pandemic. Mental health outcomes based on loss of job, based on stress related with this pandemic will be something that I think we'll all be dealing with for a very long time to come. I think that brings us back to just another important space for the role of digital health is 
providing access to people who need it most. When healthcare, especially in mental health, that access is so important. So being able to go online and to access mental health care workers, psychologists, psychiatrists, even being able to have a mental health plan created for you um, is extremely important in that moment of crisis. And for a lot of people, it might not seem like something they'd want to do going face-to-face and starting from the comfort of their home using digital technology uh, is something we're seeing more and more people harness, especially those that are more remote uh, and isolated. And I think it will become a very important part of our fight against Uh, mental health into the future. When we first started speaking, those that have put off going to the doctors, whether it's for their diabetes, things like that, is it ring the doctor and they can organise for that online presence first up? How does that work? Yeah, best place to start is contact your local doctor and find out what platform or what method they're using when it comes to setting up for these telehealth consultations. More and more general practitioners and more and more specialists even Uh, have started to use the telehealth facility within their daily practice. So it's a matter of ringing up, and in the same way that you would ring to make a face-to-face appointment, just discussing with the receptionist um, how is your doctor creating and and managing their telehealth, and they'll be able to set that up. For some, it's just a return phone call and doing the starting point as a teleconsultation over the phone. For others, they'll be able to guide you towards a video conferencing and set up that appointment. The best place to start is to have that conversation with your doctor. There's also resources online. Uh, You can go to digitalhealth.gov.au. The Australian Digital Health Agency has lots of resources on there to do with mental health, to do with e-prescriptions as well as my health record. So the best way to do it is to to spend the time to inform yourself because that small amount of time you'll spend in the beginning getting more familiar with digital health in the long run will create a lot of efficiencies and save you a lot of time. Probably the final question I would ask is the future of telehealth. Now, I know before the pandemic, there were a number of doctors wanting to push this forward, but it wasn't being accepted by the federal government. Since COVID-19, we've got Medicare now being covered by telehealth, and many professionals, medical professionals, are pushing for that Medicare coverage to continue after the pandemic is over. What's the future hold for telehealth in Australia? Like a lot of innovations and and advancements that have become mainstream, a moment in history has occurred that means that we need to change the way we look at it. The COVID-19 pandemic has completely changed the way the world looks at digital healthcare and especially telehealth. And that also comes down to how is that going to be on federal health level? I mean, we're exceptionally fortunate in this country to have a universal healthcare system where um, taxpayer dollars are used to fund our health, deciding where that money is best spent. And I think by the end of this pandemic, there will be a great case study into how efficient the use of that money has been when it comes to funding digital health advances. And I think that as with everything, and as technology starts to improve other parts of our life, I would see that it's something that we're embracing. uh, And therefore, when it comes down to figuring out how it can be funded to make it something that everybody could access, universally, I think we'll see that also being further discussed by our leaders and hopefully implemented in a way which means that we can all continue to use it as part of our healthcare. I think we need it because it's proven itself for remote communities and they're far away from a doctor or even health facilities, whatever. It's proved to be a lifesaver. Absolutely. Access to healthcare, especially for those that are isolated and remote, is, is a problem that we need to care about as a country 
And I think this is a great opportunity for us to continue that the momentum that's been set up by COVID-19 to make sure access using digital technology is there for those people uh, when it comes to looking after their chronic conditions, but also especially when it comes to mental health care. So the message we're trying to get across now, do not ignore your health requirements. See your doctor. If you've put it off, ring up, pick up the phone, organise it, be done electronically, but make sure that's been done and everything else. We'll see how that goes with telehealth and the future of it. Absolutely. Don't put your health on hold. Dr. Roachford, look, thank you very, very much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you.